0: time for one more hour of the Hot Corner. Hi, my name's Alfred DeLeo. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers.
1: It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. Foxy flies one in the air to left center. Back at the wall, and it's gone! It's over! In the 18th, night, night. Step up to the plate for hour two. Want a piece of me? This is the Hot Corner on 1080. Look, this is America. This is why we're here
0: to play the game of baseball, the freedoms that we have.
1: The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Led Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com and the Odyssey app. Like I said, next week, hopefully Big John will be available. He was not available tonight, which is usually when we bring him on, but we'll try to bring him on next week and uh, <clears throat> and then uh, wrap up the season and get forward to some offseason stuff. I think this offseason is going to be fantastic, and we'll get to get to some of that sneak peek here in 15 minutes. But I do want to get into uh, a little bit about the Philadelphia Phillies, the runner-up to the World Series. You know, Joe, this, this team is – extremely interesting we s- s- basically since the phillies signed bryce harper which is three four years ago something like that and and i, I you know everybody knows if you listen to the show and if it's your first time hi thanks welcome uh i have been a big uh critique critic of 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 bryce harper there's no doubt that his play is phenomenal i always worry about what's going on in between the ears. Bryce Harper has changed my mind uh, drastically. Um, I think this guy is one of the top five players in baseball. I'm still going to take people like Mike Trout over him. Uh, Maybe a Mookie Betts over him. Maybe a Freddie Freeman. But after that, you kind of really get into some stuff. I know Shohei is amazing. uh, But there's no doubt Bryce Harper's talent. And... When the Phillies signed him, they kind of told, they kind of put the rest of baseball on notice. The Phillies said, We are going to spend. We are going to win. We are going to play sexy baseball. And you can't stop us. And for years since they signed Bryce Harper, they could just not put it together. They signed JT Rilamuto. Reese Hoskins is this kid that it kind of explodes out of nowhere Aaron Nola looks like a future Cy Young winner recently they signed Zach Wheeler you know he's fresh off a Cy Young campaign last year this team on paper looks absolutely fantastic they bring in DD Gregorius because the Yankees didn't want him turns out the Yankees were right in why they didn't want him they get in Gene Segura they've got kids Alec Bohm. you know they've got guys coming through the system Reese Hoskins Alec Bohm. On paper, they look incredible and somehow could never put it together. They hire Joe Girardi, a guy who I thought did a damn good job in New York considering what they gave him. I didn't think they gave him enough there, and he still squeaked out a title with them. Funny enough, beat the Phillies. He was able to do that, so everything on paper looks fantastic. And year after year, not only are they a disappointment, not only are they not winning World Series, they're not even making the playoffs. And somehow this year in a National League that is full of sexy storylines, the Padres. That's a building, that's a building scary juggernaut. The Braves, reigning World Series champions. The Mets, they get a new owner. They've got Max Scherzer. They trade for Francisco Lindor they've got the polar bear things are getting real exciting in New York Sugar Diaz just signs an extension he is the top closer in baseball the Dodgers the team of the decade Braves 2.0 and the Phillies squeak in and somehow get to the World Series making everyone in their trail look like fools if you go back to game two Of the wild card series, St. Louis had Philly left for dead in the eighth inning. And Philly climbed out of that and went all the way to the World Series. But when we got to the World Series, we realized that Philly is still missing something. They've got guys that can mash. They've got really above average, super solid starters. Nola's not the guy we expected. Wheeler is not quite the Cy Young guy we were hoping for, at least in the World Series. That bullpen is a thousand times better than it was two years ago. But they're still missing something. And I think what the World Series exposed to the world and exposed to the Phillies made them look themselves right in the eye is that they cannot manufacture runs. And that's not a manager thing. Did Dusty Baker outmanage Rob Thompson? Yeah. But did Rob Thompson have all the tools he needed? I don't think so. Philly needs a high-end guy that can get on base, that sits in the lineup, maybe a two, maybe a number two hitter, that can has got a little bit of power, has got some speed, can hit for average. And I think that is the missing key. Because we saw in every game Philly lost, and the no-hitter Emphasize this to the nth degree that if you're not hitting home runs, if Kyle Schwarber's not going deep, if Bryce isn't hitting a double off the wall, there's no one else coming through. And I think it's I think it's so obvious to us as fans that to me it has to be so obvious to them as a team. This team, Joe, I think is one player away and reports coming out today that Trey Turner is interested in the Phillies and if that's the case that might be the player that puts you over it most certainly could I mean obviously a guy of
0: his caliber and I mean really you saw up until the no hit game what this Phillies team was capable of. That's why I took them in six. I felt like they were able to make it a contest, but they were one or two keys away from being the difference against the Astros.
1: And I think and I think we were blinded by it a little bit because when they were on, God, that's sexy baseball. It is. Kyle Schwarber goes deep. Harper goes deep. Chicks and dig the long. Oh ball. my God. It was so fun. So fun. When Philly win the, the games that Philly won, that's what baseball wants mainstream viewers to see. It's too bad us diehard baseballers want to build our team like the Astros did, like Dusty managed that, like, like the front office built the Astros. That's how you win titles. That's not necessarily how you get eyeballs on the game. You get eyeballs on the game by the Phillies. But if you can get that one player, and if they happen to be a superstar like a Trey Turner, Boy, who knows what Philly is capable. Especially Rob Thompson looks like a legit major league manager. They've got three solid starters. That bullpen is no longer terrible. They've got kids. They're so close.
0: Build leads and then hold them. And I think they can do that. It's a matter of you can't bank on the long ball, get some guys on base, and then go for that shot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing the again, they won that game 3 7 nothing and I think they had four home runs. Mhm. Five. So, five. <laughs> five home runs in a 7-run ball game. I remember remember
1: game 1, they blew the doors off them. Mm-hmm. They rocked Verlander and everybody's like, "Whoa, is this a real World Series?" Everybody expected the Astros in four, maybe a gentleman sweep. We see game 1 and we're like, "Whoa!" This doesn't make any sense. No, I, I mean, in the, with the report of Trey Turner,
0: is that it wasn't so much like, oh, Phillies are interested in Trey. No, he's interested. He's interested in them, and that might be the piece. <laughs> it's like, okay, he clearly sees that, that that's how close they are and that he could be that
1: final part of that Phillies championship run and that's how it looks now but the whole National League could be in a completely different place and that all depends on a lot of free agency stuff there's a lot of movement about to happen and I want to get into a little bit of a sneak peek of that and we'll do that next this is the hot corner on 1080 the fan Hot Corner on 1080, The Fan. Fair foul coming up here in about 15 minutes, as we always do at the bottom of the second hour. Blazers won tonight. Kudos to them. Covered the spread. I feel like Vegas is catching on to the Blazers, but if you bet them to cover the spread tonight, you won yourselves a little bit of money. Hey, man, Blazers 8-3, as I've said in my update...
0: 3-1 and one in this current road trip, and uh, did it without Nurkic or Jeremy Grant tonight. They did have that man, Damian Lillard, who was most important, but still an impressive win nonetheless. He's pretty good, and... They came uh, back from, like, 8, nine, ten point
1: deficits, maybe even more multiple times in this game. Can you imagine if... And I don't want to blazer too much, so I'll just loosely throw this out there. Can you imagine if five years ago... Uh... why why am I blanking on his name? The kid from Gonzaga that they drafted.
0: Oh, Zach Collins. Zach Collins. Wow, it's gone to that point. I know, I know. And
1: I'm a a GU kid. We're forgetting who the place. drafted. I'm a GU kid, too. he was so trash for us. They went to a natty with him coming off the bench. Right. Uh, Can you imagine five years ago if Zach Collins was Shaden Sharp? Just like, just that much production because shane's not now <laughs> taking over games right sharp's not taking over games but he's solid yeah he is
0: already a solid player um as you know probably a therapist or psychologist would say let's not uh look in the past let's look towards the future some some hokey crap that makes us not remember how much of a bust zach collins was
1: boy i'm just so sad because as such a college basketball junkie i never got to watch him play <laughs> so
0: everything was he probably just went like, to like six blazer games too and still never
1: saw him play yeah yeah uh no 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 i'm talking about Shaden sharp like sharp never oh. played in college oh, otherwise i would have no. been like you know i watched zach collins i was like this guy's gonna be so good i'm so jacked that he's gonna play for my team and the blazers uh select zach collins and oh, i was like yes suck. this is gonna be great he's gonna be so good Oh well, we got Shaden Sharp, so hold on to that cake, because boy is so far, so far as, as as a role player on this team, uh, he looks kind of nice. Um, so I want to I want to do a little sneak peek into some offseason stuff, which you know we'll have the next three four months to kind of chat about. But we were talking a little bit about the Phillies and how close they are to getting over that hump, that key piece they're missing. This this offseason, I think, truly, as, as a diehard baseball fan, this offseason is going to revolve around this shortstop class. Aaron Judge is a free agent. He is probably going to set the market price. And no one's going to sign until he signs. Okay, so we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait till January unless deep down inside Aaron Judge always knew he was going to sign with the Yankees or always knew he was going to sign with the Giants. Unless there's something like that, we're going to have to wait for these dominoes to fall until probably January. Hopefully, not till early February, but maybe. But I.
0: That Russian River is getting to you. It's getting to me. It's getting to me.
1: But but whether the Yankees sign Judge or the Giants sign Judge. Neither of those teams are going to say to me, boom, that's it. That's the World Series. They got the big free agent. If Jacob deGrom signs with the Braves, I'm going to be like, that, that might be tough. That might be good. I truly believe it's this shortstop class. You look at Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, and Trey Turner. Correa's not going back to the Twins. He basically, he basically left Houston and signed that deal with the Twins just to test his market value. Did I believe it was you that said that the Twins actually have a pretty decent shortstop in their AAA level? Royce Lewis. Yes. Okay. Royce Lewis. He came up this year when Correa got hurt. That's right. He and did. then Correa came back and they transitioned to center field and then he I ble- sucked. I, no, no. He was actually pretty good. I believe he like blew his elbow out or blew something out and he got hurt and he was done for the year. So they've got a shortstop of the future. His defense isn't as good as Correa, but his back could be as good as Correa. And Correa's expensive. Xander Bogarts. A lot of people want to talk, oh, this guy doesn't hit for home runs. His defense is kind of waning as he's getting older. That guy's won a World Series in Boston. That guy's a winner. That guy's a gamer. I would die to have Xander Bogarts on my team. And Trey Turner, all I got to tell you about Trey Turner is that famous slide into home. Joe, you know what I'm talking about? That slide? He comes into home and he slides and stands up and it's the sweetest thing you've ever seen. It's probably the smoothest thing I've ever seen since Griffey hitting a home run. So these three guys, and you've got teams. The Red Sox clearly want to bring Bogarts back. I don't think they have a chance. I think this is Mookie Betts all over again. And a precursor to Raphael Devers. I don't think anybody wants to play in Boston anymore. So you got Bogarts on the market, the Yankees need a shortstop, the Phillies need a shortstop, the Mariners need a shortstop. The Dodgers technically need a shortstop because theirs is a free agent. The Braves potentially need a shortstop if Dansby Swanson, who's the number four in this conversation, if he walks. Where these guys end up and what fit they end up, I think is going to be the biggest shift. The biggest impact in what we're looking at at the beginning of the year with Big John of who we think is going to win the World Series. The Mariners are ready to spend. Texas is already spent, but and they're willing to spend too, but they got a shortstop. Dodgers are going to spend money. Red Sox are going to spend money. Yankees are going to spend money. Braves are going to spend money. Phillies are going to spend money. Where these guys go is going to be crucial.
0: It's going to shape the season, like you said. I mean, I, I know how much you love Xander Bogarts, and that is
1: huge. Trey Turner, huge. I mean, these are Carlos Correa. Did Carlos didn't Carlos Correa win the seventeen MVP in the World Series? Is he the twenty seventeen World oh, Series
0: MVP? Let's be real. The trash can probably won that one, well, but yeah, um, sure. but I mean, these are. It's crazy that we're getting this in back-to-back years, that we're getting these high-profile, not just players, like shortstops. Those are, it is one of the most important. George Springer
1: in 17.
0: It's one of the most important positions in baseball, is shortstop, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you put your stud, your star. That's what you did growing up in Little League. And so to have this happen in back-to-back years, I mean, A, is fantastic, makes free agency all the more better, but... I think you're right. Judge, as you saw with the Yankees, yeah, he can go to a team, but if the, everything else around him is crap, then what's what good is 61 home runs?
1: Yeah, what infielder on the Yankees do you want on
0: your team? It's good for regular, regular season ball, but didn't do you a whole lot of good in the postseason. Seriously, so.
1: what infielder on the Yankees do you want on your team? Maybe Rizzo at first? Um, if Labor Torres isn't bad, but I can't think Josh terrible. Donaldson in a bar fight?
0: That he, prob- that he probably started, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean these guys are best fielders on the team, best hitters. They run the infield. They're usually captains. They're a lot, <laughs> most often the five uh, five tool players. Mm-hmm. You're going to see him at shortstop or like center field. So uh, I- I'm right there with you. Is you know Trey Turner goes to the Phillies? Boom! Let's look at those World Series odds <sighs> wow. now. Wow. If they're not, you know, third,
1: maybe second
0: uh, ahead of the Mets and the Braves now, man, talk about a fun division next year.
1: Here's my uh, way too early, no real facts to back this up uh, predictions. I'll bet you Trey Turner signs with the Phillies. I'll bet you Dansby Swanson goes back to the Braves. I'm going to take Xander Bogarts at the Seattle Mariners. I think oh. that would be such a sexy sign. Yeah, I, Yeah, you would. And uh, which leaves Carlos Correa on the outside. And I'll bet you the Dodgers take him because they lost out on Trey Turner. Where would Carlos Correa go? Well,
0: you know, give me a segment to maybe find a uh, spot for him because I feel like he's just oozes douche. (laughs) I agree. And I I feel like there's maybe only so many clubhouses and managers that would be able to handle him. The
1: guy won a World Series and then proposed to his girlfriend on TV. Like, what is this, Boise State? And uh, when uh, she said yes, it actually was uh, two bangs on the trash can. <laughs> so he she, so he knew that she said yes. But, I mean, think about it. The Padres, they're going to go with Kim at shortstop, and they're going to move Tatis to second, okay? The Braves are going to go after – the Braves are going to try to keep Swanson, all right? Red Sox are out on this. Rangers, who like to spend money – They've got they've got Seager at short. The Giants got Crawford at short. They're gonna they're gonna ride Crawford for a little bit because he sells tickets and jerseys. Correa might be the guy of these left out. The Mets have Frankie Lindor. You know all these teams that are that are in the hunt. The Cardinals aren't gonna go spend money on that. They're paying Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado bajillion dollars. What's the team that's actually going to be competitive? That has the money to be able to sign someone like Carlos Correa. And I think it's going to be whoever misses out on the other guys. Which is wild because I think Correa is fantastic. But for some reason in today's market. I think guys like Turner. Turner might be the sexiest. Bogarts might be the best deal. I think everyone assumes Dansby is going to go back to Atlanta. And that leaves this guy on the out. Is that fair to him? No, I mean again with this
0: with this class of shortstops, no, of all these shortstops, who would you take? I mean, I know you really like Xander Bogarts, but I would take Trey Turner, yeah,
1: the speed contact hitting
0: <laughs> yep he's he's got everything for me.
1: He's a pretty good defender too he's re- he's really, really good. he's really, really good. I'm just excited that Boston is about to be completely decimated. That team's in really bad shape.
0: JD Good. Martinez
1: is going to walk. Chris Sale just optioned for forty-three million dollars. Juan Dulio's out of there, huh? Juan Dulio's out. I also think the Mariners should sign Juan Dulio. I think the Mariners should sign everybody.
0: I could see him having a Nelson Cruz esque season in Seattle. But,
1: I mean, like, I think the White Sox will be better next year. They have Tim Anderson; he's a batting champ, and they yeah. don't have Tony Larusa. <laughs> yeah, Tim Anderson's a batting champ. You're not. You're not getting a new shortstop for him. Brewers aren't going to spend money. Cubs might. I doubt the Cubs are going to spend money. That team's a dumpster fire. They actually finished the season pretty damn good. Maybe the Angels are the sneak. <laughs> Maybe it's the Angels. The Angels get Carlos Correa with and Mike Judge Trout, with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge, and there's still thirty games under five hundred. <laughs> Judge
0: blasted three home runs. Mike Trout added another in five RBI. Shohei out pitched 8 innings and an Angels loss tonight. <laughs> Four to three. They just
1: at, <laughs> all at. solo shots from Judge.
0: Correa had three double plays that he threw, uh, threw the defense into, and it was an amazing performance by him tonight. The entire
1: five, the top five of the top ten on ESPN World, Carlos Correa highlights <laughs> and, the <laughs> Angels, Web Gems. and the Angels lose nine to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, still this. Oh, come on. All right. When we come back, it's fair or foul. Everybody's favorite. We'll do that next. But first, there's my man, Joe, with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my That's goodness. A fair ball! Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think.
0: A knowledge test to see how well they know the big leagues.
1: Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBG, the SLG, the ISO. Distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues.
0: Docks it in the center, David tonight. Two for two. Lead-off single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul
1: on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is fair or foul. We do it every single week at the bottom of the second hour. Joe and I were just laughing about stupid quotes from Scott Boris at the GM meeting. So without further ado, <laughs> I will turn this fair or foul over to the one chair behind the glass, Mister Joseph Fisher the Third.
0: I got a. I got four Scott Boris quotes. I, I I already told you two of them, and I got two more. They're all great. Oh, my God. All right. So the first one uh, was uh, Scott Boris on Carlos Correa. He said, you're the Dior of defense. You're the Hermes of hitting. Is it Hermes? 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 Yeah, Hermes. Maybe he's talking about, like, Greek mythology. Uh, No, these are all fashion clothes designers. Oh, okay. Okay. So the Hermes of hitting. Hermes. Hermes. The Louis V of leadership, the Prada of the postseason. It's a God. one-stop shop for a championship designer. Is Meryl Streep
1: playing <laughs> shortstop for me?
0: He then goes on to say about uh, Xander Bogarts, uh, scrolling, scrolling, uh, this is the first time teams have had the opportunity to sign the X-Man. They are finding it a marvelous opportunity.
1: Whoa. Yeah, that's
0: a bit of a stretch. There that's a bad guys. one. Uh, I, again, I have two more for you. Uh, on Brandon Nimmo, there's a lot of teams in the waters looking for a center fielder. I saw this one. Whoever Pixar guy will be happy about finding
1: Nimmo. <laughs> that's rough. That's, that's a stretch.
0: That's even more of a stretch. The than Marvel the one's Hogarth bad, one.
1: but the Finding Nimmo is really bad. That one's yeah
0: bad. This one is uh, cheeky, funny, short, sweet to the point. Um, let me find it here. Uh, about uh Jerkson, ProFars uh free agent uh offseason so like far a,
1: like a Chris Taylor
0: Yes yes uh Scott Boris also representing Jerkson ProFar They asked how's it going so far he said uh ProFar so good
1: Not bad Maybe <laughs> maybe the, maybe <laughs> like the best I guess I said short efficient Maybe the best one I heard of all of those I'll take it When does Scott Boris represents so many players in baseball that he just becomes the president of the MLBPA like is that his long term goal I'm the president of the MLBPA and uh, I make more money than Roger Goodell (laughs) (laughs) because he would never leave being an agent because like all these guys signing he's so rich
0: reading those quotes makes me forget about how much of a rich douche he is he's
1: such a douche
0: Uh, oh, uh, the free agent market is very much a carnivore's menu. Filet mignon and wagyu and less hamburger and vegan, is what he also said
1: about... (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong on that. I mean, this free agent class is really sexy. Prime meat. Prime. USDA graded. Kobe beef? (laughs) No, Kobe beef is a sham, and it's fake. Oh,
0: God. All right, moving along here. Um... Getting into the fair foul. Got a couple World Series nuggets for you, and one of them has to do with the Astros. Their bullpen was electric during this postseason. Among 94 teams with 35 innings pitched from their bullpen in a single postseason, we'll go uh, one by one here. Fair foul, they had the lowest DRA of teams in the World Series. Bullpen. bullpens in the postseason. Bullpens in the postseason. With at least 35 innings at pitched. At least 35. The lowest ERA. You, I would, bl- you would think that a team with that many bullpen innings pitched made it to the World Series. Right, right, right.
1: But maybe somebody else didn't. I mean, in or just modern played day. played a lot of, you know, long series. I mean, in modern day, if you do a bullpen game and your bullpen actually comes through, like you never know, yep. um, Uh, this, this This is interesting. This bullpen has been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it is so deep. I mean, they have starters in there that know how to relieve. And you look back on it, and it's hard to win a World Series if you don't have a great bullpen. So I think this would be easy to say foul, but I think this bullpen was that good this year. I know the Phillies bullpen this year was really good as well. Uh, I'm I'm going to stick with fair. I think this Astros bullpen might be one of the all-time World Series bullpen. And I know the question is postseason. I think they might be one of the most all-time World Series bullpen. Uh, but I do think they are the best postseason bullpen of all time. If the answer is the 2016 Cleveland Indians, that's my only caveat. Uh, it is indeed fair. They did have the lowest ERA, but let's keep this
0: going here. Lowest batting average? Fair or foul? Lowest opponent batting average.
1: Oh, let's Four see. Or from that
0: bullpen in a single postseason.
1: Let's see. I, I think this one's easy. Like, I, I'm going to lean fair, but before I just, like, final statement, uh, I'm, I'm going to lean fair on it because really, really the only time the Phillies hit – they hit home runs. And so whether you hit a home run, a single, a double, a triple, batting after that, that's still just one hit. And if you're not Kyle Schwarber hitting dingers or Bryce hitting dingers and doubles, wasn't a whole lot going on. I'll stick with fair on this. It is indeed fair. Yeah, I'll ride the train on that. Are you going to
0: ride the train and say that uh, they also had the lowest opponent
1: OPS? Well the OPS is tricky because that's where those home runs and doubles do start to tick in. I mean, Schwarber had what, three home runs in the World Series? Bryce was a little more all over the place, a little more solid hitter. Ah, but they did no hit in a game. I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride the train, Joe. I'm gonna ride the train and I'm gonna say fair. This one is indeed fair because wow. also
0: remember, Patrick, that they left in um, McCullers and Lance McCullers until it was seven nothing. Yep, and they pulled him, so that bullpen, so that bullpen had some rest <laughs> in four dusty, straight
1: games. Dusty, that was a, that might be the move of the World Series that no one will know. <laughs> Just leaving because McCullers the in there to get the lit. game was seven zero, and he was like, <laughs> or the game was five zeros, and he's like, he even said it after the World Series. He said. That guy is a gamer. I went to him and I said, I'm going to leave you in. I know you don't have your stuff, but I, I-, I need you to just keep throwing pitches. Yeah. And McCullers did it, and Dusty Baker will love him forever for that.
0: In a World Series, all you need is uh, time. Give me some more yep. time, man. Yep. Give my guy a couple more hours to rest those arms.
1: Road's it's 5-0. When I pull you, it's 7-0. We lost this game. Thank you. Yeah, Thank all you. all good. All good and uh what about whip uh that I will say foul I do think I do think guys were getting on as great as Presley was as great as um God who's the kid he's brand new he's got a little bit of dreads he was really good against the Mariners big in guy that long big game guy. um I do think that they got themselves into a little more sticky situations than maybe some other teams did. I will say foul on this.
0: Man, you're riding the heater, and you should have rode it one more because this is fair as well. I got lowest faked out by the breaking ERA, ball. Lowest lowest batting average, lowest on-base percentage, lowest slug, slugging, lowest
1: OPS, lowest whip, lowest everything for this bullpen, the Astros. So are we saying this is the greatest bullpen in the history of the postseason? It's hard to deny it. Stats are stats, and it's baseball. Yep. Yep.
0: Moving from one really good aspect of the Astros to one really poor aspect of the Astros, thankfully, it was uh,
1: Jose Altuve,
0: the hateable baseball elf, did not have a very good postseason. No. And uh, going into last week, he had not had a single po- postseason RBI. He was on the line, if not by the end of the show, he was tied for most postseason at bats without an RBI in a single postseason. Fair foul, Patrick. Jose Altuve did get that one RBI during the postseason.
1: God, it's so funny. I mean, like, I watch these games, and I was <laughs> I, I was very familiar, and I can't remember. The, I mean, the only thing I can remember Altuve doing in the entire postseason, not just the World Series, but Mariners, Yankees, Phillies, the only thing I can remember him doing is in Game 6 leading off with a triple that isn't even a true triple There's some outfield debauchery and some weird stadium designs. I'm I'm gonna ride fair. I don't think he had an RBI because I think the RBIs in game game five I don't remember as well, but game six is Pena with an RBI and Jordan Alvarez with a shot, and that's all I can remember. So I, I'm gonna say fair that the hateable baseball elf is in the history books for sucking. And he indeed is. This is fair. Yeah. He did not
0: have an RBI at all in the postseason. And uh, I'll have to add the numbers up, but going into that no hit game, he had 45 at bats. And I think he had five that game to get him to 50. And so whatever he had in games uh, five and six add to that total, which is now giving him the most at bats in a single postseason without an RBI. He's got all sorts of uh, postseason records now, good and bad. Yeah,
1: that's what you get. Good, good.
0: All right, and on to our last one. Uh, You brought up the Boston Red Sox a little bit ago about how they're supposed to be uh, trash uh, in the very very near future. Yep. Pedro Martinez said it the other day on TNT, on TBS but could we have a reverse Babe Ruth on our hands? Fair or foul, Red Sox have the second best odds in the American League to land Aaron Judge.
1: Oh, I have to say foul. I think number one is the Yankees. Number two is the Giants. Number three is the Dodgers. I will rephrase. The Boston Red Sox
0: have the second best odds in the American League to
1: land Aaron Judge. Ooh, yikes! <laughs> In the American League, who's got money like that? I mean, the answer's got to be yes, right? I mean, if if, if you lose, if Bogart's
0: You're so lucky, I was nice. Thank you, and thank you,
1: you. I, I appreciate that. If <laughs> if if Bogarts and Juan Dulio leave, and Devers is right behind them, then you got a lot of money you can spend. Although Eric Hosmer and Chris Sale. really bad acquisitions the Red Sox made in a shocking turn of events exercise their options Chris Sale is going to make 40 plus million dollars next year Eric Hosmer is going to make 25 plus next year they have some money to spend despite having those turds on the books yeah I guess this is fair in the American League I can't imagine I mean maybe Texas Maybe Texas is the only other one, but I can't think of anyone else in the American League that spends like the Yankees slash the National
0: League. So I take this from a, a graphic that I saw yesterday. I can't give you the exact sports book, but it did have the Red Sox with the second best American wow. League odds. Um, I am seeing some other ones. This is from like Fox bets, so they're not a sports book. Sure. Uh, but they have uh, the Rangers as actually the second best. Excuse me. The third best behind the Astros in the Yankees to uh, land Aaron Judge. So, um, again, not a sports book. <laughs> That's coming from Fox. Fox Sports uh, Bet. But yes. they're pushing that. I mean, they really try so, to be
1: on the on the gambling forefront.
0: Uh, but, you know, I'm seeing one right here. Uh Yeah, Yankees, Giants, Mets, Dodgers, any other team, and then like Red Sox, Astros, Phillies. So um, the majority of them have either the Red Sox or the Rangers as the first uh, bet. But again, the ones that I see mostly coming from the Rangers are that Fox. So I'm going to take Vegas over Fox.
1: Uh, Before we get out of here on this, Joe, I've got one little fair foul to throw to you since we were talking about Jose Altuve. All right, let's do it. This is an opinion. Okay, this isn't a stat-based question. Fair or foul? Jose Altuve was the worst hitter on the Astros in the World Series.
0: I mean, yeah, zero home runs, zero RBIs. We've seen what he's done in past postseasons, cheating or not, whether he heard a bang or not. Yeah, man. He definitely didn't do anything to contribute. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> Literally did nothing to help the team on offense. That's Con- what you're supposed to do. Congr- and he also completely
1: ducked from a double play that just sailed over the top of his head. Congratulations. You have your vindicated World Series, and you're the worst player on the team.
0: It does feel that does make things feel a lot better. You know, I did at not least, even at least
1: the douche at third produced.
0: And the funny thing is, is you you said it in this show. I thought of all these guys that stepped up, and you brought up, like, hey, man, keep in mind,
1: the cheaters kind of sucked
0: this series.
1: Bregman's the only outlier. Right, right. Verlander came through in game game six, game game five, came through, but he he still wasn't that great in game five. I love it. Makes, yeah. me, it makes me feel better. The thing that
0: does piss me off about Verlander that I was reminded of is that... Kate Upton, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was I like, the damn
1: it. I know, the talent's huge. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. It's the Hot Corner. Joe Fisher, Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fan. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Alright, we'll be back next week. Hopefully Big John can step into this beautiful new studio that we have here and uh, we'll break down what the 2022 season was. We'll look at a little bit of the World Series. We should have a bunch of awards out by then too. Cy Young, MVP, rookie, manager and stuff like that. The finalists have all come out.
0: Yeah, we we're uh, starting to get some of them. The gold gloves, the silver sluggers, the Hank Aaron Award yeah. came out today. Uh, Aaron Judge and um wow, why am I blanking Cardinals, not Carla. uh not Nolan? Nolan not, Goldschmidt. Not, thank you. Paul Goldschmidt, he won it. Uh so yeah, they're starting to start to come through.
1: Yeah, and this will be an interesting one when it comes to award season two. I think most of it's gonna be pretty straightforward. I don't think there's a whole lot of guessing. They like the media really tried hard to create this Aaron Judge Shohei Otani MVP conversation, but it's gonna to go to Judge.
0: Uh, it's kind of like uh, the was it the year before the Shohei Vladimir Guerrero where yeah they, like oh does
1: Guerrero have a chance and it's like uh, no. No, no no he doesn't <laughs> and in the National League I expect it to be Paul Goldschmidt uh, Cy Youngs is going to be Justin Verlander in the American League National League could be could be a little interesting we'll Sandy s- Alcantara I think it should be Alcantara I, I mean, mean he has.
0: A lot of, like,
1: seven innings pitched, ten
0: strikeout games, like, where he just went the distance. He's
1: got a lot of, like, Felix in him when the Mariners were bad, like the Marlins are bad, but that guy was good. I think what's going to be really fun and interesting is little Rookie of the Year stuff might be a little fun. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think Julio's going to win it, but it's nice to see Adley and Stephen Kwan's name in there. I'd like
1: to see how close Adley is to Julio. I think Julio's going to win. I think most of us do, but I'd really like to see how close Adley is to that. And honestly, I think one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to is the American League Manager of the Year. I think it boils down to Terry Francona and Scott Service. Um I think, I think Scott Service is probably like the, 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 the sexy vote on that because the Mariners made the playoffs for the first time since 2001 and da-da-da-da-da. But that Mariner team is 10 times better than that Cleveland Guardians team. Have they announced
0: the finalists for that yet? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's Scott Service, Terry Francona. Please tell me Brandon Hyde got on there for the Orioles. Potentially. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember who Brandon. the third is because I saw those two names and I was like, well, it's one of those guys. So... That, I'm a little interested in that. Let's I'm, go. I'm a, I just looked at it. Yes. Yeah, is that is that the three? You know, that's a great three <clears> right that's there. That's fantastic. I mean, the American <laughs> League, like, you have your top, like, that was, I'm an American League guy. I always have been, always will be. The American League was so fun this year. Because if you stop paying attention to the Yankee garbage and you stop paying attention to the fact that the Astros just ran away with everything, <laughs> you basically ignore no. the two
0: best teams. <laughs> that, that
1: but that next tier was fascinating. It
0: was really good. It I mean, was absolutely central, fascinating. The I, I don't think anybody could guess that the Guardians were going to be that good this year.
1: No, and they're going to run it back. <laughs> They're going to run it back. As they should. I just read that they might be the front runners for Wilson Contreras, the catcher from the Cubs, who opted out. Uh, That would be a huge signing for them because Austin Hedges is probably not coming back. But, like, Cleveland's looking around, they're like, Chris Ananetti, he won, you know, executive of the year, voted on by his peers, because that Cleveland team, I think, was picked to finish third or fourth. Yeah, I mean, And they won the division, and they were the better team against the Yankees. They just lost Game 5.
0: I mean, uh, White Sox, game they three, excuse fell par I'm trying to think of the other teams game in that five? division. Yeah, Game 5. Game 3. Game but, 5. But yeah, I mean, the American League was a lot of fun last year. A lot of fun. I, I And it has to do with some of these teams, like the Mariners, like the Guardians, like the Orioles, that
1: really caught a lot of teams by surprise. Blue Jays, Rays. I mean, you had six teams yeah. really doing stuff. All right, for Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, we'll have Big John in the house. Hopefully, you can confirm that. We'll wrap up the 2022 season. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Uh, For Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do.